What's up, Fanchies? We are recapping episode three from season four entitled Job. He's back, so stay tuned for our recap. You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey, After Buzzers, welcome to our recap. I'm Oriana Leo. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Oriana Leo and on Instagram at Oriana Leo. Joining me tonight as my co captain is the illustrious Isaac oh. Johnson. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> what does illustrious mean? Use uh, you your can... imagination. Okay, I have already. Thank you. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Isaac Johnson and Instagram, the Isaac Johnson. How are you doing, girl? You know what? I'm doing great, thank you. Good to this hear that. This holy episode, how are you doing, and what are your takeaways? Oh, man. Top, so many, top of the line. So many takeaways, top of the line. Um, love seeing Joe back. Love having him be sassy almost almost right off the bat. Holla. That was very cool. Um, <laughs> we'll get into the details, but I love the chase. The foot chase was really, really cool. Me too. And um, another deal with some feet was happening in this episode. <laughs> And man, did that look painful. It made me, made me squirm <laughs> quite a bit. I was like, oh, that'll do it. How about I, you? Um, I loved the episode. I was like, oh, Banshee's back. You know, yeah. like Job is back. The team is back. Mm -hmm. Just felt, it felt more, a little more fun. You know, with Job back, we've got that levity that we really needed from sure. first two episodes. Sure. We've got a couple of jokes. Fat Oz is back. Um, I really... Loved the music from this episode. I don't yeah. know if you noticed that. I did. I really thought the, the music, ending song was really nice. Yeah, the whole thing. I just through the chase scene, everything. I really loved it. Mm -hmm. um, and I felt like this episode, we really dug deeper into everyone's motivation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> Things are starting to come together rather quickly. Definitely. I mean, well, at this point, which is kind of weird to think that we have like five episodes mm. to go <laughs> Don't before it's over. No. I'm not ready to let go Me yet. Neither. But that was one of the things that Adam and Jonathan said when we um, when they were in. By that, the way, um, how fun was that? That was so, that was so fun. That was amazing. Thanks, guys. But one of the things <laughs> they said was that they're diving deeper into character, yeah. and obviously, we have all of these threads to fin finish, basically finish these characters off, and. We're definitely going there. I'm uh, I'm a big fan. Okay, so we learn that Job is alive. Oh, thank God. And did you think he was actually? I did gone? not think he was dead. Okay, I didn't think so either. But He's they certainly made it look that way. It was sure. great to see his name come up in the opening credits. I was like, yes, I know that was great. Mm. I um, it was really awful to watch because this is a character again. Like, I really care about this guy, even though he's fictional. Oh, Hoon, yeah. you're amazing. Um, yeah. He wanted to call in, and it's all my fault. So uh, we'll get him on the phone. But yeah, that'd be cool. His portrayal of this—I mean, I really, for a second, was really upset that this was happening. His corneas were being burned. Holy yeah, <laughs> I mean, we got that whole, by the way, photokeratitis or something. I yeah, pretty much. That's just like your cornea being melted off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah it, much. no, it is. More, more or less. <laughs> um, but the, like what you're saying, it's hard to watch him because of those screams. Yes. He's fully committed to these. I have goosebumps from you just yeah. saying that. I mean, we had him screaming at the end of, the, of episode two, and then we open it, and Ugh. it's pretty much him screaming again. And I'm like, Blood Damn. curdling. You feel like he's, I mean, obviously we know it's pretend. But yeah. It feels like it's it actually happening real. to him. That's, that's got to be a testament to Hoon's performance. Unbelievable. I love seeing the hair. Um, yeah. It really changes it, him. It certainly. I mean, I actually in that in that little thing where it shows there's like multiple jobs there. Yeah. For a minute when I first watched it, I thought like, is there another guy? Oh no, it's just him. And it's kind of like again like that sort of emotional editing that yes. we talked about from last season. Um, but I almost barely recognized him for a moment, even though he was like 
kind of standing next to himself. Right. It, w- it was a real trip. I love the cinematography, the the lighting, the editing. Like oh, yeah. the you really it really enhances the emotions. I feel oh, like. Oh yeah, yeah. Banshee's yeah. always been on eleven. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, like Matt Servito was telling me at the premiere that this season is like every other season has been Banshee on cocaine, and this is season is Banshee <laughs> on alcohol. Well, yeah. Okay, I think that makes sense. Still a good time, you Great know. Time. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but this, I still feel like there's this high octane feel to this episode, oh, yeah. especially with the chasing. Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, as the episodes progress, we're probably going to build up to more of that, but I feel like it's it's really great to see that emotional state of him sort of feeling like he's all over the place within that cell there. I think that's, hopefully, that's the purpose of showing so many of him at the same time. Right. Um, kind of losing your identity in that way, like breaking uh, yes. his identity. Mm-hmm. You know, he's no longer one. He's just a bunch of... Yeah, and this is that what uh, what extended detainment ex- exploitation because basically they're treating him as an enemy of the state at this point. Which is unreal yeah. and honestly probably not that far off. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, to us, we, we love Joe because he's right. an amazing character and we've, we've sort of grown... With him, but I mean, from the outside world's perspective, I mean, he breaks into computers and yeah. it's really bad. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, in fact, I mean, this doesn't seem that bad, you know? Yeah, because he's sassy and that's fun. Mm, awesome. um, but the the part that like um, that got me the most was when uh, they open the door and come into the cell and yeah. like no questions, they just start Kick kicking him. In the him. Face. <laughs> It's like they just like oh, like for they, fun. I was like they didn't even ask him any questions. It reminded me of Star Wars when they torture Han Solo, and he's like, "What they what they want?" He's like, "I don't know." Yeah, right. They they're, just tortured they're me. They're just sickos, um, yeah. and we kind of get a feeling from that. Um, we fu- we <laughs> let's talk about um, let's talk about the chase scene starting in the university. Right? Oh, with Leo. So Leo yeah. is a just first class jerk, right? This guy yeah. is so yucky. He's smarmy. To quote Matt Lieberman, who is. Very busy and successful now. Um, <laughs> smarmy. Like, just yuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got that, like, shit-eating But remember last season, time. he was a fanboy. Like, obsessed Yeah, that's what I wrote boy. in my notes was, like, hey, it's Job's fan. <laughs> it's that and he's a professor. And okay. he's a professor who's probably molesting his students. And then... <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> well, they're of age, probably. Um, yeah. But what I didn't get... I The one thing I couldn't connect to is... They bring him back to the forge, which, by the way, hilarious uh, of Job later to say. Yeah, it's like his own personal hell. Like. Yeah, what did he say? He said, baby, you heartless. Oh, baby, you heartless, <laughs> which I was, I loved, by the way, getting that, because I love when he calls uh, Hood baby. Like, that to me is, like, just hilarious. Yes. So that we'll get to their little yeah. relationship later, but uh, I love this chase scene of, you know, Leo sees them. And yeah. Fat Oz, the one, which, by the way, Eddie Cooper, great job. I yeah. would love to have you on. We would love to have you on. We don't have that many episodes to go. Yeah, but I know. I've been calling him Fat Al, but I guess. A-U? Yeah, like it's A-U. A-U. Yeah. Ow. 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 I don't know. What a great character. Gets all the great lines. Yeah, Shout out them. to Liz, I believe it's Sagal or Sagal, who wrote this episode. Yes. Toot toot to women in the writer's room. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, that chase scene. Yeah. The love music it. really got me into it. Very intense. Um, also got to take my hat off to the stunt performers there jumping through traffic. Obviously, that was probably oh my gosh. very well choreographed, but it looked like they were within an inch of their, each other's lives. They I'm probably like, 
kind of were life and limb, the motorcycle coming in and yeah, splitting them in the jumping car. Jumping over the car. I was like, I mean, one, like you, you never see their faces. So like it's definitely the back of his stomach. Yeah. But I was like, there's no way they're letting Ant Stark do that by himself. Because no. if he if he wrecks, then that's the end of yes. the show. And I met Ant's uh, stunt double. I wish I remembered his name, but he's very mm-hmm. uh, fun, loving guy. Yeah, it seemed like he was having a lot of fun there. <laughs> but I loved the um, just moving through the subway. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been on, on a ride? That ex- like I yeah. re- in San Diego on a haunted horror trail or something, mm. they have a haunted subway and the whole thing moves and then the people that are sitting there like suddenly jump out at oh, you. Oh wow, no, I haven't. So I really felt like I was I could feel the anticipation anxiety in there. Yeah, I was just sort of like especially when they're coming up out of the subway up up into the street and I'm just thinking like, man, that poor camera guy. Like <laughs> like He's doing an amazing job because he's keeping up with these guys as running up those stairs. It's like one continuous okay, shot. Okay, so there. we have to find out, Adam. Uh, was that a camera guy? Did we have a, a crane I or think perhaps that's, yeah. a trolley? What does they call it? A trolley? Uh, yeah, something like that. It's but not, it's a camera on wheels. I think with tracks and they lay it down. Yeah, like yeah. A railroad I think track. I think that's the uh, I believe like the steady cam because it's it is kind of jumping around a bit yeah. there, which is what it would feel like if you were running yeah. after them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and for those of you at home that don't know what a steady cam is. It's like a papoose harness you wear. It's heavy. With a very heavy camera yeah. attached to your chest. And the and the, the DP who's using it is has to use their entire body weight. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's 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 intense. <laughs> and that guy ran along with it. Yeah, and they usually have like six-pack, eight-packs from that, you know? So <laughs> Maybe. Who was that? No, okay. Yeah. So well, we have this amazing experience. Okay. We get him. They go to the forge. Mm. Yeah, they get to the forge. Leo's not giving up anything. He pretends like he doesn't know, Job. I love fat, how Fat Owl just, they're like, Does he, do you always travel with a hacksaw or handsaw? <laughs> part of the business. Yeah, right. Or part of the it. trade or something like that. What were you saying about feet earlier? Well, that, I mean, first, I mean, I love seeing Carrie and, well, basically just Carrie, get her aggression out about looking for Job for 20 months, yeah. is what he said. Um, and she's been in her, she's been in her own cell. Yes, right? in her own private cell. Going mm-hmm. nuts over this. Yeah, going nuts over this. So finally she gets to the guy that took him. They saw him take him. We got that nice little flashback mm-hmm. of him holding uh, holding Job. Um, it was nice to see her kind of just get her feelings out just for a yeah. moment, just to communicate with him, right? Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Fat Al's like, look, if he's unconscious, <laughs> we can't talk to him. So you know what? Just just leave me and Sugar in here in the room. We're, we're going to have a conversation with him. And not moments later, uh, Leo's had a change of heart. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know why. Change of heart. But so this is what... It smelled fishy from the beginning mm-hmm. when he's like, if we want to save Job, we better act now. And I'm like, yeah, dude, yeah. you just... You just, <laughs> you turned him in, you left, yeah. you know, and now you're going to save him. Why on earth would anyone believe you? But I understand that. It's a, it's it's basically their last opportunity to get yeah. a job. So even if it does smell fishy or like some other foot odor, perhaps <laughs> from shaving off his foot, I couldn't tell exactly it what they're doing. It was bloody foot and he's got the knife. I'm like, you got to believe there's some sort of like microderm abrasion. Phileo there. foot. <laughs> Phileo foot. <laughs> oh, there you go. Phileo. There you go. Wow. Puns. Yeah, I'm so funny. Here we go. <laughs> um, it it was definitely it was fishy, and I didn't see it coming. That when Fat Al was like, "Bitch, you didn't think I saw this coming yeah. already?" Which was amazing. Yeah, well, he's a smart character, I and, and obviously he he deals in this sort of circumstance. He's like, "You think I'm dumb enough not to travel with my own?" I also, oh, by the way, I like with the foot. By the way, I yeah. like the moment <laughs> where he's like, "You know, we have to get money," and Carrie's <laughs> like, "Just cut his foot off." <laughs> 
And his reaction to that was like, oh, please, please don't. And I was uh, just, it was such a perfect scene. It absolutely was. And also seeing Job's reaction to the truth about the money. Yeah. That they didn't get it back. Yeah. Um, yeah, he had some plans for the penthouse. He had some plans for a penthouse. Didn't even want the 18-year-old Glenn there. <laughs> like, can you imagine spending all of that time fantasizing and, mm. fa- and like, really escaping, dis- de- dissociating? Mm-hmm. And we see that with them, like, drink up, Job. And I was yeah. like, the man's been tortured. Leave him alone. Well, there was, a, there was I mean, obviously seeing, um, I mean, we'll talk about Hood later, but seeing him in, in, in Hood Embrace there was really nice. Mm-hmm. He almost collapses into his arms. I've got you. It was. It was. I love the, It was um, near romantic for me. It, but, they have a bromance. Yeah, definitely. But the thing that he said to him was, "It's about time," mm-hmm. which to me says that Job has been sitting there, and you know, we said he didn't give up any information. Right? They tortured the the crap out of him. Right. He never gave anything up, and I think the reason is because he knew that they would come for him at some point, and so that's when he says it's about time. I think he always, and that's possibly what had to get him through this. Sure. Experience. A hundred percent. Yeah. And but I mean they have so much history. This team, you oh know? yeah, and we know that Job and Hood have history far, far beyond. But we'll never find out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I but I do think we should talk about. Um, let's talk about you know Hood and the sort of rotating circle of characters around him. Oh, like Al and Carrie and. Yeah. Well, I mean, we find out in this episode that Rebecca saved his life. Yeah. I mean, we we knew that. I wasn't that quick on the draw last time but only saw the episode once and I yeah. didn't really put it all together that mm. it was all a ruse but now seeing it I love when he says do you know what you're doing and he has this like <laughs> look of terror in his eyes and I was thinking the same thing I thought she's a nurse I'm like she's good at setting fires but yeah, not yeah, yeah. and her sassy ass you know you're still breathing aren't you yeah well I mean I guess she had a point she did have a point <laughs> he's not dead <laughs> well look I haven't killed you yet this is what she's saying but I feel like that gives us better motivation of not just did she save his ass yeah. with the house, but that she really saved Multiple, his life. Multiple, yeah. But I would like to take a vote here. Fans, let us know. Yes. Is Rebecca a jerk? I asked this last time. Is Rebecca a jerk? She saved his life, but only because she got him shot. I mean, I guess it's, it's somewhat debatable if that's the only reason. No, um, I just think he's he, a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what he's what he did for in previous seasons, but he's kind of he gave it to her good season one. Well, there's that, there's that thing. I mean, other than that, um, well, maybe he watched out. I think he just watched out for her. He did kind of watch out for her, yeah. which is 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 a is a kindness. Um, she has saved him twice, though. That's like that's yeah. a good good thing to point out is because not only did she save him from himself in this hotel room, and now yeah. that he's you know put his life on the line for her again, she's kind of has to repay him, like, right. at least attempting to save his life. And it also, to me, makes more sense as to why he's so hell-bent on finding out who did this to Me her. too. It definitely fleshed out that storyline, that motivation yeah. a little bit more. Um, I was really moved by Rebecca turning into a corpse in yeah, the photo. Yeah, I was going to say, oh that, my gosh. that transition was seamless. It was amazing. I literally was watching it, and I went, Wow. Yes, I did wow. I, as well. Yeah, hats off to like hats VFX off. there because yeah, that transition was, and I I didn't see it coming to Me be neither. honest. I mean, these his vision is blurry. He's seeing her, and she's almost just you know very sweet to him, and like yeah. it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Almost like he's like a little boy or yes. something like that. And then as they start transitioning, I go, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yes, that's oh. right. And you know, I was just thinking about the parallels. You know, with Hood and Rebecca being really the only person 
that was there for him. Granted, the only person that knew he was there. There was that, yeah. But still, mm-hmm. like his only real lifeline yeah. and bunker ended up having a similar experience oh, yeah. with Maggie. So mm. I don't know if we want to dip our toe sure, in yeah. that yet. Our toe. <laughs> another, in that water. Uh, another pun here. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we kind of get the backstory there with, yeah. you know, seeing uh, seeing Bunker in the hospital. Yeah, in the burn unit there. Uh, I mean, I was that was what I was when, when Adam and, and Jonathan were here last week. It was like, I feel like we got to get more of that story. Not only between the brothers, but, I mean, that was... One of the final images of mm-hmm. the of last season, mm-hmm. seeing him about to be burned, mm-hmm. and like now he's he's a cop in uniform, but we get to see those burns. We get to see him, which another great shot of him touching oh, his chest I and know. going back to and forth to the to the burn unit in current day, and touching this scar and then all the other scars. You yeah, know, all, all the these other, other tattoos and all the other voluntary scars, and this yes. one is an involuntary one. And by the way, Tom Pelfrey with the tear. Oh my gosh. Babe I mean, alert. He, Sorry. He is a <laughs> great actor. He is a very compelling actor. Absolutely. And um, I be- really believe him. Like he, I just Yes. Oh my gosh. His his like his redemptive storyline. I mean, I, I don't think I realized that, but but Jonathan and Adam last week said that that he found religion and that's why he turned away from this life. I don't remember right. that specific story point, but it would make a lot of sense. What else would turn you from from something like that? Right. And you know, we found out Last week that, um, you know, he's the one that got Calvin into it. Yeah. Right? So we've, we're adding that extra layer of guilt that yeah. he has. Maggie comes to visit and, you know, one thing leads to another. But at the same time, he didn't have anyone else. Right? Yeah. She comes over with groceries. I love the shot of the flypaper. Did you notice yeah, that? Yeah, that was like, an, dude, I mean, I didn't think about what that meant. I just thought that that was a great angle to see It this was from. a great angle. And I wrote it down because I thought... It really tells the story that like this yeah. dirty yeah. fly paper with dead flies yeah, is even hanging. His, his mail's there. He's like, oh, I haven't had time. To He's real. It mail. just said everything. If I walked into a dude's house and he had dirty fly paper sticking up, <laughs> I would be concerned. <laughs> I would yeah. run away. But she brings him groceries, you know. Yeah, and he's who else really is take care distrustful. Of him oh yeah, he's, he's on guard when she comes to the door, which he should be. He was attacked by these guys after going directly after. But it's them. also interesting because I would have thought with their chemistry that there was a past there. And it kind of looks like this is something that's new. Even if yeah. there might have been, I don't know, some feelings there before. It didn't yeah. seem like they had had physical contact like that before. Yeah, not necessarily. But it was nice to get the, the her background into who her father was, mm-hmm. which is a man exactly like Calvin. Mm-hmm. And, um, and seeing that she thought that that's the only kind of man that was out there. That's the kind of man that she had to be with. And obviously seeing Kurt turn um, or come back is what, she, what they call it. Um, I think just maybe she grew some affinity towards it that there's another kind of man out there. Well, And it seems like maybe she's had feelings for him, but I don't know that he's considered it before, though. Right. Well, it's, you know, his brother. But yeah. I can totally relate to this situation, right? Just I mean, stealing your uh, sibling's uh, spouse? No, I'm an only child. But, okay. you know, we talked about it last time about loving people that aren't good for you. And sometimes yeah. you really don't know the difference mm-hmm. you because you haven't seen anything else. Sure. Right? So for her, she was raised, she said, you know, with this toxic fear yeah, and really didn't know there was an alternative. And to see Bunker come out mm-hmm. of the darkness into the light, if you will. Yes. Um, it's, a, I think it's opening up a whole world of possibilities for her, but oh, yeah. to the point where she wants her husband killed. I know that was, I mean, that's kind of a lot to ask his brother. I can't kill my brother. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that stays true with, with Kurt as a character is it's like, well, I can't kill him. I can turn him in. He wants justice. 
but he doesn't want that sort of revenge, which maybe I, I sort of speculated last week of why is he with his brother's um, wife? You know, is it some sort of revenge thing? And I don't no. think it's that. I think it's just in Florence Nightingale, you can kind of have yes. that sort of thing in there, um, which is interesting, but just it turns into mm. sleeping with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then They seem uh, like they do it really well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, until they are um, uh, have a little uh, Calvin Interruptus. Yes, which I call. think we're seeing. Is that a new, that's a, is that a new thing? I, like I thought that. you were going to pass right over that joke. No, like, I, I love that, I actually. spent 30 <laughs> seconds writing that. So, so next time you get a phone call during special adult time. Yeah, well, you if your say, brother's name is Calvin, me. then it's Calvin Interruptus. <laughs> Quitus interrupt us for you playing along at home, by the oh, way. Um, <laughs> sorry, that was really good. <laughs> yeah. You got me. I thought you'd skip it. And no, I was like, oh, no, please don't. No. My golden I joke. I am awake. Okay. Um, so we we're talking, you know, about about Bunker. We don't get to see too much interaction, but we don't see any interaction between him and his brother. But we mm. see his brother is fraying. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, Calvin's really losing it. So was that Wyatt? Do you I don't think, know. or I do you can... think they're referring to why the guy in oh, pri- in, in jail, prison. in jail, uh, Watts? Watts, sorry, yes. thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Watts. No, that yeah, that's him. that's him. Mm-hmm. Okay, because it sounds like you know he's calling the shots. He says that we take orders from Proctor. I can't tell you why for your own protection. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's for his protection. Yeah, right. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's some brotherhood in there as well. But... I'm sure there's brotherhood in there, and that is why I need to make a note for predictions because I got. I got one or two. Yeah, yeah, one. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I, I also, as we're getting into this, but I like, I like um, one because look, uh, um, gosh, the actor that plays uh, Calvin, his name is Chris McCoy. McCoy, yeah. I mean, one, he's doing a terrific job. Yes. It's 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 very hard to watch his character because he is so one hundred percent into that lifestyle. Um, so because of that, watching him worry on the phone when he's calling her. Oh my gosh. I loved it. It was, it was, to me, it was great. I love in the office, you know, that we talked about the emotional editing, like the, the, like it almost feels like he's, he's really mentally unstable. Oh yeah. In the the way that the, uh, the phones ring. Yeah. Like no phones really ring like that. But in his experience of this office, Mm -hmm. it's the most, it's just insane. Mm -hmm. You're like, how is this guy? He's going to lose it, that's for sure. He's already lost it. Well, okay, but he's... <laughs> he may lose it more. He's going to actually... Whatever shreds he has, yeah, whatever he will shreds be losing, he has left. I'm going to say that if you are a but it makes me, white supremacist, you've lost your sense of reality, I'm like, perhaps. what is it? What is his job? Like, he just makes TPS reports? Is that what he... Because it kind of like seems like it. It's kind of like the perfect job for, like, a guy like that. Like, yeah. He's like... He he hates the man, uh-huh. but so he he's works working for, for him. <laughs> Interesting. Absolutely. Um, so... Hood and Carrie, I want to touch on them. Mm-hmm. They have a smizing moment. Smizing uh-huh. moment, okay. What's, Do you know I'm, what smizing is? I know what smizing is. What did I? How did I miss this moment? So when they're they're back to get, you know, they're back at it, mm-hmm. and there is a scene. I don't even know where they are. Fans help us, but they're they're. I want to say they're like leaning against a sink and they're looking at each other, and he's hmm. they're smizing at each other, and she said okay. everything got all effed up. Okay, yeah, and yeah, yeah. she says, yeah, 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 it did. And mm-hmm. they have, like, a moment. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, kind of. I don't know. He's toxic cancer, but come on, just for old time's sake. That, well, that would be a prediction to see if they're good, if that's going <laughs> to happen by the end of the season. <laughs> by the end of the season? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I would well, think not, but I think they're always going to have, they're, well, they're always going to care about they each other. They love, you know, loves, mm-hmm. great loves. But it was really telling to see, I felt Carrie, you know, when Job doesn't, 
realize that Gordon didn't make it. Oh, yeah, that was a sad moment. That moment of everyone's just like, ugh. Which maybe, I guess, maybe the first moment all these characters are together and they realize that, oh, yeah, one, one person's not here that went into this with us. Yes. And just the, the all the things that he's been holding on to for so long that are not yeah. true or real, you know? Yeah. Um, Which you have, you have to wonder w- w- how much of reality he's going to be able to tap back into. Mm-hmm. And also that Gordon... It really is just playing, painting it out that like she has a huge gaping hole in her heart and yeah. her life. She hasn't even gone through his stuff, which no. by the way, is not a good situation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah no. So, you know, we're getting this feeling that like she is just angry, which she has every right to be, in my opinion. Yeah. Vengeful. I mean, mm. think about she, her father and, yeah. you know, Hood and then her own participation in him getting arrested and incarcerated. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's got to just be layers and layers of guilt and anger and mistrust there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I also just really enjoy them, um, just the writer specifically bringing Gordon back into the story. Like they were saying last week, they don't really leave any, like, just threads out there. And this is a way to maybe not necessarily tie him up, but definitely still address that this happened. This We're happened. not just going to pretend like it didn't happen and it's a new season That's now. absolutely right. I think it's good to have that flashback and of, like, the horror Yeah, of and have these characters deal with it because it's a real person that died in their world. I love that. Yeah. Well said. Oh, thank you. Good on you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we didn't get too much Brock this episode, no. but that's okay. This is probably a transitional episode. Yeah, well, not, not a ton of him. I mean, I like him being the person to visit Bunker while he's in the burn unit. Yeah, that was too. a really nice moment. Um, because remember, they had that nice connecting moment last season yeah. um, of him like almost sort of fathering him a little bit or something like that. And so it was nice that he's the person that comes to visit him in the burn unit. Um, and then also, obviously, we got him coming in too. Well, we had him with the coroner. So I wanted to ask you about that yeah. because I found that guy to be the corner? I did not like Kind him. of an oddball. First of all, he... Dan, uh, Dan the corner. He drops... Was that a brain? I don't well, know what that No, was. I think it wanted to say a liver or something. Maybe yeah. a heart. No, the Five heart. Second the, roll. the killer took the heart. Yeah. He was so gross, and I was like, this is a person <laughs> of interest, okay? The smarminess level when he's like... Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Do you know what I mean? He just... I think it's, I think it's just who more... Who better... I'm sorry. I'm leaving it for predictions. More predictions. Sure. I think it's... I think it's more the... Just, like, to have that kind of job, you have to have... Probably a sense of humor around dead bodies all day. True. And so he just kind of has like a weird. But thing there's going. a serial killer, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, Brooke! It's all in the process." You're like, "There's a serial killer." <laughs> well, on you the can't loose. rush it. That's that's a valid question. You can't rush. It's it's an important case. You know, we got to stop this guy. His this attitude. Is evidence, but I think you're. I think what you point out is great. Is that I'm looking at him suspiciously, like you weirdo, and you're like, "Yeah, you have to be a weirdo, a kind of. Yeah. You're gonna hang out with dead people all day." Yeah. Well, and the other thing with Brock, by the way, since we're talking about him um, and the coroner, but like, but Brock specifically is seeing Rebecca's parents come to him, yeah, and have that moment of, you know, we need her body. It's been a week. It's been a week, and um, yeah. get. A, I'm gonna get a little personal here mm-hmm. for a second. My father passed very suddenly. And oh, wow. there, this was a long time ago, okay. God rest his soul, but there was a no agreement in the family of what to do about it. Oh, and wow. his wife wanted to do one thing and the rest of us wanted to do something else. Mm-hmm. And he sat in the morgue for weeks. Wow. And there's something really devastating about that because all you want is closure. Like, you yeah. know, this thing happened and you can't get closure. And then on top of it, you add the religious tradition, yeah. right? Of like, this is going against everything you've ever been taught, you've ever known. Yep. You already, you know, you have lost. Yeah, haven't we already lost her? Don't do you have to keep her from us? That was definitely there, and there's a there's a, a amount of respect in Brock's face when they say, "Look, this is our tradition." Yeah, that, what you're pointing out there. But the only thing that 
makes me uncomfortable is that it's a little bit, um, I don't know, myopic, maybe self absorbed that they're like, we don't care about your investigation of serial kill, you know, a guy that's killing yeah, girls. Sure. Like sure. there's that also a sense of civic duty, but I don't think yeah. that they feel that way because they're really on the outskirts. I mean, I'm going to give them, them a pass as being yeah. their parents. And, you know, like, we can't use, lose any more young girls. Yeah, that's true. That would be, they're that would be something. They're getting delayed with their hearts removed. Yeah, that sicko. would be something, but I, I'll give them, I mean, I have never dealt with the loss of a child, let Ugh. alone one that's gone into a life of crime. And a the, loss Twice. Yes. And we mm. find out, we see later a great performance with Proctor about yeah. calling him out. Yeah. Um, let's wrap up Hood. Um, we've got Hood, Rebecca, Carrie, Job. Anything that we're leaving out with him? Um, that's a great question. I mean, he gets taken away, right? We find out that this yeah. is why I'm really suspicious about the coroner. She's pregnant with his baby. Well, that's what I think he was showing Brock on when he shows no, him the what, report, right? Because he says, oh, but this is a... I forget what the dialogue is, but he shows him that. Yes. And then he's got the blood in the back of her car. And then which, I, I just think that Rebecca's such a jerk that she probably raped him. He probably hadn't... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That I'm feels, like, you had a bullet in him. I don't want to think that, that, would, that he did it. That would seem a little melodrama. I don't I don't see that happening, but... um, um Rebecca, who Proctor has this flash crap... Flash crap. Flash crap. <laughs> Flashback of Rebecca, and she's laughing in his face as he strangles her. Yeah, well, there's that. Well, the the other thing with Hood, I don't know. I maybe maybe his baby's in there. I mean, obviously, there's some gonna be some sort of test Something. to find out that yeah. that's true or not. But I thought seeing him in cuffs there, um, obviously, Bunker's like like I'm going to put the cuffs on. I you know, now. I like, love that. He's like, I'm so what, sorry. He's always a very respectful character, but he's yeah. like. I've seen this guy in yes, action, so and I'm, t- I'm a tough dude, but I am not going to walk up. I'm like, sir, like, is, it, is it okay? Is I love it. Okay? But, uh, Tom but, plays out so well. Yeah, he does. Um, but <laughs> it's interesting because, I mean, who is Lucas Hood? Well, he's not Lucas Hood. He's right? somebody else, right? Right. He's, he's baby. He's he's an identity theft. He's a master thief. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a criminal. He's possibly a soldier. Fat Al calls him soldier mm. boy. But um, he's all of these things, and like he's somebody who deserves to be in cuffs, and it's taken like four seasons, right? And here he is in cuffs finally. Well, and it's but it's like... also like bookends because he starts in prison, yeah. right, with mm-hmm. the albino, jeez. Oh yeah. And here he is, and I just went, oh my god, it's happening all over again. Yeah, I know. When that's got to be what he's probably thinking too. The redempt, but I hope it's redemptive. You know. Yeah. Well, it I mean, obviously, from what we've seen so far, I, he didn't yeah. kill her. No. I mean, he certainly wouldn't have done that no. but we did have some information to me that she was definitely alive yeah you know, when she was filleted and like drugged so that yeah, she could so that be she conscious stay awake. And... so it's somebody who's into torture which that's got to tie in but mm. i don't know it was it was that, that Burton's was... into torture but then we don't know about these other girls that's the thing yeah we don't know it's we really don't know anyway we you were, were going to talk about <laughs> Or something, right? Yeah. So um Proc we we don't spend as much time with Proctor either, right? But we see him uh be confronted by his parents or her parents. By Rebecca's parents, yeah. Um and really just call, take him to task that he's responsible. Yeah, which I guess that would be his brother, right? They're, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. uncle, so yeah, it's his brother. Um or yeah. sister. Or sister, yeah. Anyway, there's a there's family relation there, yeah. right? Um but uh, I mean, he takes in that 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 girl, right? Cherry, Cherry. slash Jennifer, yeah, slash, slash Jennifer, thief, 
slash thief. Um, which I thought for as soon as she's on screen, he's like going to take care of her. I'm like, oh, there's a surrogate I just Rebecca realized, there. right? Did yeah. she, was she was on something else. I recognize her face. She plays a similar character on another show. I don't know what it is, but. Um, she looked very familiar. She looked very familiar. I can tell you though. Uh, Jill something is her real name. I can't remember. Shout out. So. We see her come into the Greasy Spoon. You know, I don't even know what Parker's doing there. Yeah. Right? A place where apparently he's not recognized. He's not recognized. It's a small town. (laughs) So he must be out of town, I guess. Well, that was kind of what I was thinking. I got this feeling that it was maybe on the outskirts of town. It's got to be because it's a small town. Everybody knows who the mayor is. Right? So he sees this girl and she's hungry, blah, blah, blah. He pays for it. He puts her up in the room. It's just, it's weird. It's really creepy. The whole, yeah. like, here's a closet full of clothes that you can wear at any given time. Yeah, stay as long as you want. As you want. Maybe you'll replace Rebecca. Oh, my gosh. And then the strangulation, it really made me wonder, do we know that if Rebecca was strangled? I mean, we, they, we know that she was filleted, heart removed. She mm-hmm. has, like, animal bites after. Well, because they discarded her body yeah. in the forest and animals probably. Yeah, they were hungry. Did what animals do, but. I don't think that she was strangled, or at least we don't have any evidence to that so far. But it's obviously all of the things that he's saying to her. I gave you everything. I gave you freedom. It was, it never, was never enough. enough. Which is... It's true. Yeah. It, I mean, obviously, it's a life of crime, Kaya. So but, it's not like you're giving her a, that <laughs> feeding her a, a silver platter or something like this. She, he put her into it. I mean, he set her up He did put her it, into it. But, but, but it, it, the parallel, I guess, is that he, like, here's some other girl who had nothing, mm-hmm. who he shows a kindness to. Who's also ungrateful. Who is, is also ungrateful. But that's him taking Rebecca in, and then she basically stole from him, mm-hmm. just like this girl is stealing from him. Yep. And he I got a little greedy, like, taking the stuff I'm off the, the mantle. I was off like, the really? mantle. I'm like, you got enough jewelry in the other room. Now you're just getting greedy and you're going to get caught. <laughs> yep. That's how we knew. I knew. Yeah. I knew she yeah. was going to get caught. Like um, a golden cat? Yeah, I'll take yeah. that. It's hot on the black market. <laughs> um, But now we know. I, f- I feel like I know that Proctor now knows about what she was doing with the bow diggers. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that, I mean, to yeah. have, sort of have that rage. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay, so we do kind of have to wrap up. What sure. are we missing? What loose ends do we have here? Um, mm-hmm. We talked about Bunker, Calvin, Maggie. I'm excited to see what's happening. Perhaps, do we have any news? Um, I don't think we have anything new as of last week. Um, the only thing that we didn't talk about was uh, Job getting to cap off his, uh, oh, getting to cap yes. off Hightower. Oh, my gosh. Right away. Yeah. Like, I kind of thought, wow, he's going to go through so much healing now because the second he gets let loose, he gets to have revenge. Not that that will solve or heal anything. Yeah, in the real world. But but in in Banshee, Banshee, it just might. (laughs) Yeah, it was, I mean, it was certainly satisfying Mm -hmm. after seeing the, I mean, I'm sure we only saw bits and pieces of this torture. Right. But it's been four months that he's been in this place or... In this specific... Well, it's four months that he's been specifically tortured. He's been gone for 20 months. Yeah. Um, and they're basically going to kill him until this like sort of ruse with Leo and give them the money and, oh, we're just kidding. We set you up. But it was just, I mean, like from a cathartic level, just nice to see that guy and be like, what are you going to do, Joe? Boom. Boom. That's what I'm going to do. do. And I was like, his trigger finger still works after all that. Here we go now. (laughs) Shout out to Hoon Lee for amazing performance, but as usual, everyone, you know, really... Really did well. Oh, yeah. As they usually do. Fantastic Fantastic. Shall we do some uh, predictions? We shall. And now, your (laughs) After Buzz TV predictions. 
All right. Well, you've written down. I've written down a lot, yeah. and I normally don't do predictions, but um, well, I'm really into show, it right now. Yeah. Okay. So I have a couple of predictions. We did not mention that Deputy Cruz and Burton had a little stare, stare down. down. Mm, love and it. I was like, that's going to be a fight. There's a fight coming. I know mm. it, and I can't wait. Sure. So that's one prediction. Yeah. Um, we also don't have Eliza Dushku yet, so we don't know. But well, I who believe was that at the end of the episode was that her. I don't think so. At the car where the guy, the mystery no, man, comes running towards that wasn't her? I don't think so. I couldn't tell, but I, I thought it might have been her. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. I, like, I felt like we, we saw her face really quickly, and then I thought, but would she be helpless? And we know, know that the attacker is a sprint runner who likes to, <laughs> a ninja sprint runner that hangs out in parking lots. Yeah, well. um, the other predictions I have are that uh, Lucas is going to go back to prison or jail, whatever location this is, where precinct, at least. Watts is oh okay and there's going to be a showdown in the prison okay and i also think that the corner is a person of interest he just really creeped sure. me out and sure. who better than to plant evidence or create fa- or falsify reports than the creep that hangs out with dead people yeah no well, offense I, don't, I, I mean i don't i still don't know if i believe that but it is somebody with a medical background if they kept her alive with this sort of thing and well then, think about anesthesiologist kind of stuff like how do you who would know all this i mean somebody had to know uh some sort of torture person but i just feel like i don't know there's not like who would there's only there's one what, sadist what, in what town. motivation would that guy have to do that i mean like sure it like yeah <laughs> you're right i mean it could be. It's like, a red herring. I know. It just, it I just, just feels like a little bit of a Scooby-Doo sort of thing. Totally. And it was the coroner if it wouldn't been for those <laughs> kids or something like that. I love that. Um, do you have any predictions? I do. Jeez, um, there was one that you just said that made me think of one. Um, and I'll ask you what you said again so I can remind remind myself. But um, I like that there could be a Cruz-Burton showdown. I absolutely see that. Yeah. And I want to see it. Yeah. I like him studying her as she walks in the room and like head turns and a- all these... Wonderful things as if she's like some sort of like alien. Like, what is she doing here? Kai having to back him off. Like, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's I'm okay. really excited about this potential fight because I am following Anna Arroyo on Instagram. You guys should too. And yeah. she posted a video of her training and she's boxing like oh, yeah. such a badass that I'm oh, like, yeah. she could totally handle a serious yes. scene. <laughs> now she could be training to fight Burton mm. or she be tra- could be training to fight Carrie. Um, when they go in to arrest Hood, yeah. Brock has to tell her twice oh, to, stand to stand down. down. And there was a moment that I was like, Ooh. We- but like you saw Cruz throwing down a little bit in the last episode yeah. when they go and bust up the porn ring there. Yeah. But we've also seen Carrie fight. Oh yeah. I gotta, I gotta believe that Carrie would win that fight. Um, yeah. In the yeah. long run. <laughs> in the long run. Um, we're, we're definitely sort of gearing up um we had like we had um calvin in jail there talking mm-hmm. to watts telling them to basically just stay in your place which he had right. to love that i'm you know? sure <laughs> um but it, uh, this to me is is gearing up for like proctor versus the brotherhood mm-hmm. sort of thing um gosh i wouldn't i wish i would run the other thing what was one of your other predictions he said corner person of interest carrie and hood maybe rekindling mm-hmm. uh prison the a showdown in prison with the Aryan nation oh, or whoever they are yeah um We'll just keep calling them the Brotherhood, I guess. Okay. But I guess it is the Aryan Nation. Um, I would see him, uh, Hood, just being, especially because they're arresting him, but he's going to be there probably just in the precinct jail for a while. Right. Um, but we can't have a whole season with him in there. No. So, um, but if he did go to the prison, then... You never know. Fat Out is known for busting down walls, although this new... Yeah. The new... Uh, Precinct. Yeah, it's yeah. not the caddy. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's got a little more like... It's got bulletproof glass. Sturdiness. Probably a good never foundation know. or something like that. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I think we only have how many? Five episodes Five episodes. Left. It's so bittersweet. It's really bittersweet. I mean, I, I really enjoy that they said they made a conscious decision to end the show on a high note, mm-hmm. not to drag it out. And with eight episodes, it's, that story's got to be tight. Yep. There is no filler in, 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 in any of this. And it's it's wonderful to see, but... As much as I'm enjoying it, I'm like, but I don't want it to end. I know, me neither. I have another prediction. I think this episode is setting us up for a four and five. I'm sorry. Yeah, four and five to be maybe like a a two. Oh, a two-parter. Two-parter. You know how they tend to do? And then six be a standalone and then seven and eight. Yeah, I could see that happening. That's a prediction. I don't know. We'll Uh, see how we tell the story. Anything else we want to mention? Uh, Before we wrap up? No, I'm just going to say one more time that um, Rebecca's death is not linked to the serial killer. It's made to look that way. I said that last episode, but, yeah, I, still but think, I still think that this is somebody who wants to tie it into those things. So someone with maybe some inside information that would know exactly how everyone else yeah. was killed. Somebody who's been studying this, I mean, obviously, maybe public information. But the cops point. would not release that information. Right? People don't release information of how exactly someone dies no, when it's a serial that's killer. True, but maybe they don't want a, copycats. Maybe there's a news story so, or something. Or it's from the inside. Could could, could be. Woo woo. Okay. Be. We'll just have to watch. <laughs> We're and just find gonna out. have to wait and see. We hope to have a guest next time. Um, HBO has been really fantastic in helping Absolutely. us out. So yeah. thank you to HBO Cinemax. And um, yeah, I guess we gotta sign out. Where can the people find you, sir? Uh, the people can find me um, and my illustriousness. Apparently, <laughs> uh, wow, why did I do that? Um, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Isaac Johnson, Instagram the Isaac Johnson, and also check out Cocktail Cinema. Uh, we rate movies from one to five cocktails. One cocktail if it's really good because you're sober but you're having a good time. Five cocktails if that movie sucked. <laughs> and find out where we rated Batman Superman. We saw that. Awesome. I'm yeah. going to be a guest on that podcast. It yeah, sounds amazing. And I'm Oriana Leo. You can find me on Instagram at Oriana Leo. And Twitter is Miss Oriana Leo. If you'd also follow my new baby, which is Tilt by Oriana, you can find that on Instagram and Twitter and check out the website, TiltByOriana.com. Until next time. We'll see you next time. Ciao. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Fanshees forever! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 